0: Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 3,125. Welcome to another installment of Mando Mondays. This is our second installment, this time around at least. This go-around in advance of season 3 of The Mandalorian coming out on March 1st. We're checking in with various characters and what we need to know about them prior to the debut. Last week we talked about Moff Gideon. Today we're going to talk about Bo-Katan. Punch it! Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, we first meet Bo-Katan in Season 2 of The Mandalorian, and yes, I know we've met her many times before in the Clone Wars episodes and in Star Wars Rebels 2, but yeah, we're not talking about that stuff right now because we need to be in the Mandalorian present-day space. And so, it's the heiress. that's Chapter 11 of The Mandalorian, or Episode 3 from Season 2 if you prefer, where we find out that there are weapons being bought and sold with plunder from their planet, from Mandalore. That's the way that bo talks about what's happening on Trask, that it is a black market port and it's the Empire in this particular case that has a bunch of weapons which bo and her compatriots are going to hijack and use to be able to retake their planet. Now, this is not the first time that she talks about retaking Mandalore, that particular phrase. Later on in the season, actually in the season finale, The Believer, when the Mandalorian and Boba Fett go to enlist Bo-Katan's help in getting the child back from Moff Gideon, one of the portions of the deal that Mando makes with Bo-Katan is that she can you know have Moff Gideon, she can have the light cruiser, she can have everything, he, he just wants to get the child and he doesn't care about anything else and the Darksaber gets mentioned at this point too, he's like I don't care, you can have it, I just want the kid. And in that discussion Bo-Katan says that they want to have the light freighter and that they plan to use it to retake Mandalore. So there's the phrase again, second time in the season, retake Mandalore. This raises a question or two <laughs> but before I ask him, I want to put some other context in place. When Bo-Katan tells the Mandalorian the first time about these weapons that they want to get in chapter 11 to be able to retake Mandalore, he says that that planet is cursed. And he goes on to say that anyone who goes to that planet dies, and that the Empire couldn't control it, so they made sure that nobody else could control that either. And then in chapter 16, when Bo-Katan talks about retaking Mandalore, Boba Fett says the Empire turned that planet into glass. And... Obviously, it's not in very good condition, or at least, you know, portions of it (laughs) thereof. I mean, what we've seen in the teasers and trailers for Season 3 of The Mandalorian certainly show a devastated Mandalore, and flashback stuff that we saw already in Mando Seasons 1 and 2, yeah, it really looks like they trashed Mandalore for sure. But Bogotan, in response to The Mandalorian in Chapter 11, says, Don't believe everything you hear. And even though Mando in Chapter 11 says that everybody who goes to Mandalore dies, he's still going to go back to Mandalore anyway, we already know, because by you know doing so, he will be able to participate in an activity the Armorer has said will allow him to restore his Mandalorian heritage, basically, now that he has admitted that he took off his helmet, and oh my gosh, he never should have done that. And I'll add one last bit of context. When bo talks about retaking Mandalore, One of the things she also says is that then they can put somebody on the throne as a new Mandalore, as in a new ruler, and then, as we know from chapter 16, the whole point of her being the one to defeat Moff Gideon and take the Darksaber from him would be to establish her authority to hold that seat, that throne, on Mandalore. So, now, our titular Mandalorian has thrown a huge monkey wrench into that situation, and we know that bo needed to win the Darksaber from Gideon in combat in order to be seen as a legitimate claimant of the throne on Mandalore. Alright, so here we go with the questions that are raised. Who is actually on Mandalore? It sounds like Mandalore is not unpopulated, as we may have been given to believe with it being cursed or turned to glass. It sounds like there are actually people on Mandalore. One would presume Mandalorians, but if Empire turned it to glass, it sounds like the Empire doesn't necessarily have a presence on Mandalore, but maybe some other faction does that's not Mandalorian. And while that certainly may complicate things, I think the real situation is that there are still competing clans that may have tried to reestablish footholds on Mandalore and who may be making their own claims for leadership. So when Bo-Katan talks about retaking Mandalore, it may also be retaking Mandalore away from the control of Mandalorians who are already on the planet there who think that they have legitimate claims to the throne and, you know, seeding a new Mandalore. And with our own Mandalorian going to Mandalore to restore his honor, while still probably carrying the Darksaber, that suddenly makes him a very attractive prospect for ruling Mandalore and Mandalorians to whatever other factions are not aligned with bo And the shame of it all is that Mando doesn't want any part of this. I mean, when he found out what the deal was with the Darksaber at the end of the season, he basically said, here, I don't want it, and tried to give it to bo and she wouldn't take it from him. And when Moff Gideon said it has to be taken in combat, he said, well, then I yield. Here, take it. <laughs> so, like, he doesn't want it, and he doesn't want to fight with her. But he's gonna get a fight, apparently, whether he wants it or not. I guess, ultimately, the smart thing to do would have been to uncuff Gideon, give him the Darksaber, and then let Bo-Katan shoot him like Indiana Jones shooting the Cairo Swordsman in Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, just would have been over and done, but nah, it couldn't be that simple, naturally. Then what would we do for Season 3? And for me, at least, this is shaping up to be the most exciting thing about season three of The Mandalorian, finding out how all of this shakes out. What started out as a lone bounty hunter trying to make his way in the galaxy has now turned into the guy mentoring a force sensitive youngling of a very rare species and also getting himself wrapped up in the very complicated politics of lines of succession with Mandalore in a society trying to restore itself in the galaxy. And so that right there will wrap up our refresher on bo leading into Season 3 of The Mandalorian, and that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for it as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be